Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Warning. The following podcast contains descriptions that some listeners may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Any opinions expressed are all our own and do not in any way represent the opinions of where we work. Just before we get started, I'd like to make a big shout out to the lovely Mark and Bethan who host the podcast Seeing Red. They are an amazing true crime podcast and they bring out new episodes every Wednesday. So go find them wherever you find your podcast fix. Hello and welcome to Mad or Bad. I'm Rachel. And I'm Neil. And this week we're going to be talking about violence and mental health and discussing the case of John McFarlane. As we approach another general election here in the UK, we have seen the usual promises about the NHS and in particular parity and funding for mental health services. This episode kind of follows on in a way from one of, the, one of our last episodes. Where episode we dis- three, I think it was. Yes, where we discuss, uh, well, first of all, we discussed the Irish asylums, but then we spoke about the closure of mental health inpatient hospitals and the increase in community care. By the end of the 1980s, there was a noticeable decrease in inpatient beds available for mental health patients and the formulation and expansion of community mental health teams. Community mental health teams, for those who don't know, are a team of healthcare professionals, including psychiatrists, mental health nurses and sport workers. Sometimes, uh, when funding allows, I guess, psychologists. So they deliver care to people with mental health difficulties living in the community. Locally to us, as we spoke about in the past episode, the city of Derby had two mental health hospitals or asylums. The one for the patients from the county of Derbyshire closed in approximately 1993, and the one for patients of the city of Derby was completely closed down and actually knocked down by 2011. We've seen an increase in the outsourcing of mental health community residential services to people such as Rethink, the mental health charity, and other private healthcare providers. Which, can I just add though, I think Rethink is amazing and they do some really great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, when working as a CPN, I saw, so CPN, a community psychiatric nurse working in a community mental health team, I saw first hands these so-called austerity measures that this government has imposed on this country uh, since they were elected in 2010. And I should say at this point that, you know, I do, I do vote Labour, um, so I think it's important to, for me to say that. But all I'm concerned about, or all we're concerned about, is the care that's delivered to patients. It's not kind of a political... Can I be naughty, though, and ask you who you're voting for this time? Um... Well, I want to vote Labour, but I just don't think Jeremy Corbyn is electable. I don't think he's media savvy enough, which sadly a lot of people in this country vote for. But, you know, working for the NHS, 
and valuing the NHS, I, I just don't think it's safe with the Conservatives. No, and I think Labour, my opinion, is that Labour best represents the majority of the public and the best interests of the public, whether it is the NHS or whether it is other services. Hmm, I mean... I know you have a bit of a thing about security, though, and Labour. Well, defence. I just don't yeah. think... Some of the stuff that Jeremy Corbyn comes out with, you know, as regards... Uh, nuclear weapons and things like that. Well, nobody wants nuclear weapons, and it'd be fantastic if we, if we didn't have them. And you know, we could spend all the money on nuclear weapons. We could spend it on hospitals and schools. But you know, sadly, it's a very dangerous world we live in, isn't it? And I, I just, I don't know. I just can't see that. Is it? I, I don't think people trust him as a leader. I don't although... get that though. Maybe it's because I haven't lived in this country long enough. But I don't get that. Like, I think. I think I really like him, actually. Yeah, I think I really like him. I just don't think... Uh, I don't know whether be uh, You know, if he was the Prime Minister of this country, I think people have got a lot of... Um... I trust him over Boris any bloody day. Well, I would, I'd never vote Conservative. Yeah. <laughs> but... Sorry to any Conservatives Yeah, well, there, it's just but... our opinion, isn't it? Yeah. It's, just our, it's just our opinion. So... You were talking about austerity Yeah, when I used to work as a CPN, I saw first-hand the so-called austerity measures that this government has imposed on this country. So not only cuts to mental health day services, but social care, you know, that, that affects some of the most vulnerable people in our community. And the cuts are still ongoing, aren't they? Like, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I have to laugh. I mean, it's politician speak, but I remember David Cameron saying, having the, having the balls, having the brass balls to stand up there and say, we're all in it together. I mean, I don't know how I can say that with a, with a, you know, sm- with a straight face. What, but, with his... Well, how much does he... What, how much well, does he make? you know, a lot of politicians are loaded on, whether it be Labour or not, but it's just utter... I mean, does he... Has he got so much contempt for this country that he actually thinks people believe that bullshit? I mean, maybe they do, because they, they got, you know, they got re-elected, didn't they? But so... Oh, God knows. But again, you know, we, we're getting into politics, aren't we? But, um, so, yeah, talking about the courts, so... People are probably listening to this to come away from politics. Yeah, well, and here we are. <laughs> going to be everywhere, isn't it? But uh, we are talking kind of about mental health care, aren't we? So I do think it is... Uh, well, the person is political. Pertinent. Um, as I was once told by a very, very nice um, mental health lecture. Very good. So, mm-hmm. so being cynical, one could argue that the closures of such massive establishments, such as mental health hospitals... Is for the massive saving of money. Another view is that it helps people to live independently and you know integrate as part of the community. I think some of that idea is, is great. I do think the idea of helping people to stay in the community, hmm. but well in the community, is a really great thing. Yeah, there needs to be the services there though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that's I mean, it. I mean, personally, I saw a lot of great care in one of the hospitals where I used to work, where, when I kind of started my career. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And also in the community, you know, I've also saw people much more lonely and isolated than, than they ever were in hospital. I think it just sounds better politically, doesn't it? If people are you know, out of hospital and living in the community. Well, just, yeah, and just, it looks good as regards, yeah. like, numbers and things. Like, oh, not so many inpatient yeah. admissions. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily cheap, mean it? people or no. people are more well. It just means the the threshold for actually being hospitalised is, hospital. well, yeah. Yeah, is a lot higher. Although... A handful of beds. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we It should be s- much higher, but, yeah. Well, I mean, that's another, yeah. Well, all we're trying to get at is really, from our experiences, we might see... Yeah. Some people who may not need to be hospitalised but somehow find their way there anyway. Yeah, but, you know. So, um, I suppose generally the truth can lie in the middle and it's different for each individual, you know. Um, for every person that's, uh, I guess, more isolated now than they ever was in the community, maybe there's another person that that's loved being out of hospital, you know. So, I mean, this is just my personal... Uh, it goes both ways and I yeah, think yeah. you have to talk about the individual. That yeah. You know, it is it is different for every single person. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously we see a kind of a range of things, really. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and like I said, I'm only talking from my own personal clinical experience. I mean, I've, I've seen the same thing, though. Um, you know, coming across people in the community who are quite poorly, actually, mm-hmm. and, and chronically and, you know, from a long-term perspective, quite poorly. Mm-hmm. And they're just living on their own with, with and then Not I think a lot of support, And actually. then I think we've both also seen, haven't we, that people in hospital that you kind of question why... Was it that time for them are. to be? Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah, it goes both ways. So the Royal College of Psychiatrists in 2018 stated that if you take inflation into account, funding between 2016 and 2017 was £100 million less for mental health services than in 2011-2012. That's a lot of money. I mean, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Jesus, you know. Um, What's Jesus got to do does, with it? Do, well, it's not a Christmas. Depends. It's like any figures, isn't it? It's one set of figures. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound good, but I'm just trying to think of, you know. Um, I don't think there is an <laughs> argument uh, for that. I think that's just because shit. by I would understand that if by if at 2011 there were loads of these long stay hospitals, asylums still open. So you wouldn't need so it's hundred million pound less by twenty sixteen because you're not staffing all these big hospitals. Yeah, but the vast majority were closed. Go into community. Yeah, but you're not gonna have as many staffing hospitals in communities. It's, it's never gonna happen. Should um, be though. It's never gonna happen. But <laughs> um, but obviously by twenty eleven when these figures are from, com, you know the comparison. Well, I think they were pretty much shut anyway, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. So I'd, yeah. I'd, yeah. Anyway. So we've closed all these hospitals with the promise to provide this community service. Or have the funding at least to provide these services because we're not for any um for any minute blaming the people who are on the ground i oh, mean God, we no. are you know we're we're literally working with the money that we have and and we do our absolute best mm. we try to Absolutely. um you know it is really it's down to the government um however funding is at its all-time lowest which makes you know absolutely no sense at all really considering i mean like we say there's a lot of Again, just going political for a minute, but there's a lot of uh, promises, isn't they banded around at the minute um, by both by all parties, isn't they? And it's just um, always makes me wonder, though. You know, they make these promises now. Why don't they make them? You know, two years ago when there wasn't an election, or yeah, well, three yeah. years ago. But anyway, you know, all you know that you don't it's know all what parties. To believe as well, it's all yeah. parties, isn't it? It's not just uh, 
It's not just the Conservatives. So the cuts go further. Uh, NHS England have cut funding to a project that helped to identify patterns and flaws in care that helped to reduce attacks by mental health patients. Um, and we just want to say that attacks, so when we're talking about attacks by mental health patients, we mean violence and aggression, but that in general, it's significantly lower than the mainstream media, you know, oh, ever yeah. portrays. It's socialism, isn't it? It's um, papers. So, you know, and also it's not the NHS's fault either. They are just receiving the funding that they receive. That's right. Um, and I think we can both agree that we're very proud of working for the NHS. I know I am. Absolutely, yeah. Really, really, Definitely. really proud. Definitely. I mean, considering I come from Ireland where, yeah, there is some form of a private health system, but generally the services don't even come close to the services over here. Like we pay to see our GP, we pay for medications, and we don't just pay a standard rate, we we can pay whatever it costs to to purchase that um, medication. So I mean, you were saying, weren't you, in Ireland, when you used to live in Ireland, um, like a, 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 a prescription. Yeah. Um, so, so, so over here, depends it's what about you, £9, pound, isn't yeah, it? And so it's, it's like all dependent rate, on what you get. It? Yeah, but in Ireland, it just depends on what, what you buy so some medications so what would are like some antibiotics be let's say um Roughly. antibiotics and steroids and things tend to be fairly cheap you're probably talking like less than 20 quid but, but still more but than things nine like inhalers for... or you know like the spacers for inhalers mm. that they, they can like i remember buying things when i was well my parents buying things when i was younger and you, you're talking near like up to 50 quid so presumably there's a lot of people in ireland that don't get you know they just don't bother if they're a bit unwell because they just, you know, if it's feeding your family or something. Yeah, it, it kind of comes in like two different, like there's two different groups really. There's there's people that I don't think they care how much it costs. They'll, they'll be at the GP every week because they're well, just hypochondriacs. Got, yeah, and but, if, oh, but, or you have the money or whatever. Money though, but yeah, yeah I mean, definitely there are people who you just don't go near the GP unless you're literally dying. <laughs> mm. And also to go to the emergency department, um... I don't know the exact figure because, well, I haven't gone ever myself. And the last time I knew the figure was probably, I don't know, 10 years ago. But the last time I checked, if you went to the emergency department, just kind of on your own advice. you get charged? Advice, or... Yeah, you get charged. I think it was like 90 quid or something. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. I wonder if it but stops it was, a lot of people charge. going there that like have got a cold or something. Yeah, it does. But that's a whole but other argument about access though, to GPs anyway. though, isn't it? Well, if you go to your people. GP first... Oh, then you, you don't. You get a certificate oh, and right, then you okay. can go to Amy and then it's free. Okay. Or that's what it was anyway, the last time oh. I checked. Um, so we're very lucky to live somewhere where. Mm. But we also, well, not us, but other people do tend to take it for granted. Sometimes hmm. it's always been it there, does happen. It? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of waste in the NHS. Um, although I did read somewhere that actually the NHS is one of the most... Um, cost efficient cost efficient health systems in the world so well, maybe we don't take it to, to don't yeah. yeah but isn't that interesting though if that's actually uh, yeah, true I mean, yeah so yeah we were talking about NHS England um, basically they've had to cut funding to a project that helped to identify these patterns of violence and aggression in mental health patients um, and that's basically keeping everyone safe on the wards and you know it's attempting to learn lessons it's for the future yeah um, but celebrities may not help either. So Piers Morgan, the so-called presenter on Good Morning Britain. You particularly like his murder show, though, well, whatever it's called. they're not sort of murder shows, are they? They're, I don't um, know what he does. Into, did he do the serial killer thing in... um in um Where he goes into jails or something in America. I, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I think he's so. trying to be Louis Theroux. Well, he's not as good as him, is he? But he's... Um, 
But I think he's an arse. Uh, he's oh. not the most... Li- I mean, you he's really nice. don't like him, but I just don't think he's well, very likeable. But anyways, um, so he's made mention about celebrities thinking that mental health is fashionable. So surely, you know, the wider ranging issue is that even though certain people do find it fashionable... Well, if they you know, do, so that's what? just Piers Morgan saying. We don't know that, do we? But- well, yeah, but also... I don't know. I'm kind of of like two thoughts with this because like, yeah, loads of celebrities that, you know, especially like Prince Harry and stuff, they've all been like out talking about mental health. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a royalist at all, but Prince Harry, yeah, he's got to, at least he's using his, you know, whatever it is, fame. Yeah, and that's not, and I think he means well with that. Yeah, I think he does. But what, what pisses me off is that it's always, and I shouldn't say it's lesser degrees of mental health, but they're always talking about depression or anxiety. Mm. You're, you never ever hear any celebrities talking about the kind of the dirty side of mental health, which is the more enduring, you know, more complex like mental illness. Schizo- like, like what what celebrity have you heard talking about schizophrenia mm, mm. and poverty and austerity and how they all kind of link together and how difficult yeah. it is for people like that to live? Because yeah, anxiety and depression. I mean, we both suffer from anxiety and mm. depression. Mm. You're one, and I'm the other. Mm. Um, and that's horrible, and I'm not saying it isn't, because it's you know it can make life really difficult at times. But to suffer or to experience something like schizophrenia, or hearing voices, or whatever you want to call it, mm. or something like you know bipolar disorder, or just something you know they do affect your life way oh, more. Yeah, like and and you just don't hear people talk well, about things it, like that. It depends on the severity of depression, anxiety, doesn't it? Yeah, that yeah, can yeah. Just be disabling, but I know what you're saying. But generally. yeah, they're talking about those kind of more mm. you know accept because that's acceptable to talk about now, isn't it? But yeah. it's still, I don't think it's still like in in the media now. It's not acceptable to talk about because people think oh they're but dangerous it's a, but it's a start though isn't it it's a start and it just needs to go further though yeah but you know you know and if these so-called personalities or celebrities or whatever you know even if they're just bullshitting if you know just to get in the paper or whatever i'm not saying they are but because they're just people like me they're trying to earn a living aren't they but but if they yeah if they and, are, and, and, at least yeah. it's you know at the very least it's still bringing it into the you know it's yeah like, oh, and, so and so and making it more acceptable it. to talk about it, but I mean, I remember once working with this patient who in the community, and I think it was Prince. I don't know. One of the bloody royals were doing some kind of mental health thing then, and and I remember this patient saying, "Well, it's all right for them, isn't it? Because even if they're feeling shit, you know, they're not worried about paying the bloody bills, are they?" No, and that's very true. That's the complex nature of mental health, though. It's not yeah, just yeah, yeah. about experiencing. It doesn't exist in, in isolation. The actual illness doesn't. No. It? It's, it can stop you working and, you know, and then it depends on your employer. Well, you, do you, does your employer understand? And But also there's no coincidence that, you know, those more enduring mental illnesses like schizophrenia tend to happen in people with lower socioeconomic mm. status, people in poverty, people who don't have, you know, access to, to housing and access to work and... And it's that feeling of 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 feeling secure, isn't it? And they don't like a lot of those people yeah. just don't have well, none that. Of us... And you can't like the amount of stress that that causes. Oh god, yeah, you, yeah. You can't you can't separate that, and you can't separate mental health. It just becomes intertw- intertwined. You know, and it? that's why I said earlier, like the person is political because you can't you can't separate those things. Mm. And then what the hell does Prince Harry know about about being poor? Well, he's, he's not you know saying I mean? that he and does, And he's not saying he does, he? no, um, but it's just... Uh, but again, it, it's, it's better than nothing, though, isn't it? It is better than nothing. At least, you know, it, it's in the paper. Whoever's doing it, you know, whoever's... Just, I wish they just take it a step further now, though. Mm. Although, That's what I would like. Yeah, I mean, uh, personally, you know, 
I just think they ought to be, uh, you know, if you're saying, what do they say? One, I know it's like a commonly used one thing. In, one, in is four, one in is four, is it? That have got, yet the funding is shit compared to, and it, you know, and when you, physical. You, yeah, when you look at the physical. And it's heart. early 2020 and we're supposedly in a rich country. And, might I add, and I know Labour would probably do the same, but the last election, somehow, Conservatives suddenly found a billion quid to give the DUP. I know, it's amazing how they find that. Fucking bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> really makes me, and there's people living fucking rough. I know. And food Crazy. banks. Absolute. And food people banks, working yeah. and, 20, using and using food banks. banks. And you're yeah. like, Jesus Absolutely Christ. Absolutely ridiculous. What is going on? It makes me so angry. It is. It makes me so angry. It's awful. They only seem to give a shit when there's an election. Anyway. It's like <laughs> oh, an election, then... it's election episode. <laughs> it's any election it's, it's special. Coming up, it's coming up though, isn't it? Woo I mean, woo. But vote, vote Labour though. Or if you don't want to vote Labour, just don't vote Conservative. Mm. Well, <laughs> I'm having my bit. Um, so last but not least, around celebrities and all that kind of crap, uh, Piers Morgan did mention on Twitter on one occasion... It's like a Piers Morgan uh, thing, isn't it? I know. Why are we arse. talking about him? Stupid first name, isn't it? In re- sorry to all the peers out there. In reference to mental health, so he, he basically tweeted in reference to Mental Health Awareness Week, isn't that every other week, as if to say... Yeah, well, it should be, shouldn't it? Well, it, yeah, it should be, good, be but it? as if to say... Well, what's he trying to say? Well, he's just trying to say, oh, fucking hell, you know, mental health, what? Mental Health Awareness Week again. God, we do that every bloody week, don't we? Let's... That's rude, because you wouldn't say that about, like, prostate cancer week, or... No. Or breast cancer awareness. No, but it's okay to, you know, it's okay to say it's about this. It is a twat. See, I read that differently, though, as if he was saying it should be every other week, but I don't think that's how he meant it. No, he was just saying that, oh, what, Mental Health Awareness Week again? Jesus. I mean, we'd have to interview Piers Morgan, wouldn't we, for that? But I fucking fu- will. Funnily enough, I don't think he'll be listening to this. I'm going to fucking tweet him, you know, after this. <laughs> I'm actually going to tweet oh, him. Damn. I will. <laughs> Often in the media, mental health and violence seem intertwined, with always an emphasis on the danger of mental people. <laughs> mental people? Mental people, yeah, yeah. They're mental. I'm a mental person. I am too. The fact is, most of the violence in society is carried out by people without mental health problems. And the fact is, people with severe mental illness, so, for example, schizophrenia, are much more vulnerable to violence against themselves than against others. For some people with severe mental health problems who are unable to sustain work, there is a misconception sometimes, amongst some people, that they're having an easy life on benefits. The fact is that they on the whole die early, are living poorer housing conditions, are more socially isolated, have more debts and generally live in just generally poorer socioeconomic circumstances. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, I've, I've never worked with any patients that, you know, on benefits that are, you know, having a fucking great time. There's no. No, not people who are... Yeah, unwell. Yeah, that's what no, I'm saying. It's not People a fun, are more than well on benefits. It's not a fun thing. Oh, no, no. I, sure. I don't think I've ever worked... I don't think I've worked with many people who are rich and have had mental health problems. Have you? Um, yeah. I can I'm, think of one. I remember one person that he, uh, he... He was... Well, I think he was loaded. I mean, um, he had his own business, lived in a massive house and uh, didn't appear to have any... Um, you know, kind of... Like stressors from that kind no, of... No, no, no. Um, he, he was really unwell. He made a full recovery, but... What, what uh, was his diagnosis then? He was really, de- really depressed. Yeah. He didn't get out of bed for about two weeks. Yeah. Well, that's funny, because the same person yeah. that I nurse... Yeah, I was same patient as well. How do you know? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, basically, we wanted to speak about that first, um, before going into the case this week... Just to give a bit of background, really, as to what the services are like today. 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And ironically, so even though we're speaking about mental health and violence, um, and basically stating that, you know, the way mental health is portrayed in the media is is basically completely skewed, isn't it? And it, it yeah. usually shows mental health patients as being violent mm. or scary or yeah, yeah. which they're really not actually they're, they're usually scared well, themselves some are violence um, is scary but then again some of the population without mental health problems are violent and scary so well i work with the police and i can definitely say there's a lot of not mm. very nice people out there yeah. but ironically so we are actually talking about somebody with a mental health problem who ends up killing someone else yeah. i mean it is a true crime podcast isn't it so yes but we want to talk about the other stuff first yeah you know, just to give it some But just to context. confuse you all, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. going to talk about someone He's a mental health patient. Well, 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 he had contact mental health services. We're not we'll sure discuss if, that. Yeah. We'll discuss that later, Neil. Mm. So the case that we're going to talk about happened in 2009 near, I can't, I don't know if I can Barry say, Bury St. Edmunds, Edmunds in Suffolk. And it involved a so-called delusional, in quotes, slaughter man. So slaughter man. He, is that an Is that an actual... Yeah, I think so, yeah. Works in he an works abattoir. in a slaughterhouse. A what? So, an abattoir. Abattoir. Where they, where they kill animals, know, I basically. I didn't know that was the name of where they killed animals. Well, <laughs> or slaughterhouse. So a slaughter man. Sounds named, awful, doesn't it? I mean, he is awful, though. So. What do you do for a living? You know, I'm, I'm a slaughterman. You couldn't pay me enough money to do no. that job. God, no. Um, so his name was John McFarland. So John was 40 years old at the time and was basically really obsessed and wanting this relationship with um, a woman he knew called Mary Griffiths. Uh, who was a fitness instructor. I believe she was 39 years old at the time. 38, I believe. Oh, pardon. <laughs> <laughs> so at one time they worked together. Uh, McFarland worked part-time in the local leisure centre and she was obviously working there again and that's where they met. So on the day of this incident, Mary had posted a comment on Facebook talking about McFarland, basically saying he's delusional if he ever thought he'd be in a relationship with her. I think he'd been trying, yeah, he'd been He's obviously trying. been trolling her a little bit and, been, and, and annoying he'd been, her. He'd been um, trying to... But we don't know to what extent, though. He could actually have been, like, properly harassing her, so that was her way of getting that forward. But I always say, don't put anything on Facebook because it's just, like... No, I mean, we're not... We're not you know. We're not trying to... Uh... Eh. Victim blame here, are we, about Mary? No, but, uh, I mean, God, like how many times Jesus. a day does that happen? You see yeah. on Facebook somebody putting up something. Maybe she was just so pissed off that she, it was just her it was way just of like venting, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the day of the incident, she posts this comment and on the night in question in May 2009, McFarland actually made his way around to Mary's house and put an axe to the back door. So he broke in, gained entry to the house and what he did was actually he turned off all the lights and proceeded to go upstairs into her bedroom. He dragged her out from her bed, beat her up and attempted to strangle her. She did manage to escape the house. However, he chased after her and actually shot her in the back and chest with a bolt gun. I don't know what a bolt gun is. Well, I think, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, I don't have one of these, but I think it's one of the things not. that they... Uh, 
funny enough now. But I think it's one of those things that they use in an abattoir, isn't it, a slaughter house, that they actually, sadly... That's I what mean, they kill the cows with. Well, whatever animals, yeah, it's uh, horrendous, isn't it? But, um, that is so dark, isn't it, though? Well, I mean, I, I, I eat they, meat and I love meat, but God, I, I love cows too. I very, too. very rarely eat meat, don't I? Well, I don't um, really eat meat that much, do I? No, you don't at all, but... Um, the poor cows, Why, did you think they just died of old age and then... And then I would like to think that. Afraid <laughs> no. not, it's, uh, it's mm. a grim, isn't it? It is awful. So one of Mary's three daughters was in, was in the house at the time. Nothing they all were, actually. Oh, they all were in the house. Mm, mm. And that's even worse, Sleeping. isn't it? Yeah. Do we know what ages they were? I think there was something something along the line about like the youngest eight and the oldest about thirteen. So Oof. old enough to know exactly what the hell was going on. That is it's not like they but, were. But you know, young a baby. enough to be really screwed that up by that. Horrible, isn't it? So the daughters were in the house, one of them was heard by the neighbours shouting, Stop it, stop doing it. Um, and one of the other neighbours described the murder as an execution and quote clinical. So McFarlane texted a friend afterwards after he shot the bolt gun through her head. Or was it through her head? I think she shot Back it in the in chest, chest when she was running away and then in the chest, wasn't it? Uh, and so he texted one of his friends and said um, to his friend, I do, basically he'd done it to teach her a lesson. I don't, I don't really know how you can teach no, a dead person that, a lesson. She's not really learned from that, And she? said that she had ripped out his heart and stamped on it. Very dramatic, John McFarland. John McFarland. So it's documented that McFarland had a depressive illness. On May the 2nd, he attempted suicide, and on the 3rd, he had a mental health act assessment. Was this right before? Yeah, it was, he it, it was it. a few days before, yeah. Not like on the right. same day, but... Yeah. Um, so he had a mental health act assessment, which was arranged by the local crisis team. Neil, what's a mental health act assessment? Well, obviously <laughs> it's when um, the outcome of a mental... So, There'd be two doctors and an amp, which could be a, an occupational therapist, a social worker or a nurse. They wouldn't know what an amp is. Though. And an approved <laughs> mental health Usually a social worker, but Usually a social trained worker. in mental health. Yeah. And basically, they decide whether they need detaining under the Mental Health Act whether uh, or not, whether they uh, need admission or... Treatment by the crisis team. The crisis kind of in the team could, could be one of them. So they look at all the risk and stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They weigh it all at, up. You know, weigh everything up. And obviously, if the, if the if the patient's willing to go into hospital anyway, then yeah. they and a professional you know, deems that they need that kind of level of may well go okay. in informally without the need to section. But very often, people don't want to go in. Yeah. Well, if they're very poorly, they might not even realize no, they might that even poorly at all. realize they're well. So the crisis team. So so their sort of um, aim is to try and treat people at home. Crisis and home treatment. No, crisis, crisis and, and home treatment team. Yeah. Cri- Where's the resolution bit come in? Crisis and treatment. Reso- uh, uh, crisis and resolution. Crisis resolution home and tre- home treatment team. I should know this, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <you> <laughs> Me um, too, really. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the crisis team. Yeah, they, they'll. So they, you know, that team consists of uh, mental health nurses. Basically, Doctors. like a hospital at home, isn't it? Yeah, psychi- uh, psychiatrist, um, support workers as well. And again, that comes back to care in the community. But yeah, yeah. you know, rightly so. It's you know, you want to be as least restrictive as possible. That's right. Yeah. You don't want to be detaining people well, against break their in, will if yeah. if they don't need to be. No, you're breaking uh, and social networks, at, aren't you? And yeah, things like that. Yeah, keep people at home. You know, within their own community, and and trying to help them to to cope and hmm. get through. Um, their relapse really in 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 their in so, the community. 
Sir McFarlane, he wasn't deemed as detainable under the Mental Health Act and he wasn't considered a danger to himself or to others. So, but he, so although he wasn't detained, he was seen and continued to be home treatment by the crisis team. And, you know, people might think, well, you know, knowing what, well, with the benefit of hindsight, but we know now well, what he did. But obviously, thing, but obviously the healthcare professionals at the time, they didn't know that. Yeah, um, they just work on the information that they have that they've basically. got. Well, that's all you can do, and what he's saying. I'm presuming yeah. he didn't say, "I am going to kill a woman." No, um, I would imagine not. Uh, well, you would hope that he didn't say that, yeah. and then they didn't do something, whether that be the police or yeah. Um, so that you know, um, I mean, it's tragic what happened, but obviously you can only go on the history. He may not have had any history of any violence. You know, he tried to kill himself, but. You know, no history of wanting to kill anyone else. So, and actually, we we come across a lot of um, suicidal people or people who've, you know, attempted suicide or self harm, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you you can't speak for everyone because obviously every person and every event is you know is in, individual in itself. But a lot of the time, when people try to hurt themselves, it's it's quite. Um, what's the word? I don't know what you want to say. Like, do you know when you drink alcohol and it makes you more... Like impulsive? What? Impulsive. Yeah, so, like, basically it can be quite a, an impulsive act at the time. Mm. And not always, but people can, you know, after they have done the act, they can basically change their minds yeah. and, and just Regret kind of have it. that hindsight and say, actually, do you know what, I felt really impulsive at the time, mm. but actually I don't necessarily feel to that extent now. Yeah. So yeah. just because he tried to kill himself doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, he's going to try again or, yeah, that's or that right. kind of thing. So, yeah. so on the night of the murder, he made a 999 call to police stating that there was a burglary in progress at the farm that he worked at. So presumably this slaughterhouse abattoir was at the attached to this farm. <laughs> the cows! Um, so living <laughs> in a semi-rural area, he created this diversion to give him more time to kill Mary. So he, you know, quite clinical and quite sort of thought out and considered. Very thought out isn't yeah, it yeah um that's like first degree kind of evidence so the police are on the way to you know this uh farm but meanwhile he uh he he went to mary's house and eventually killed her yeah so he was eventually jailed for life which obviously doesn't lessen the impact to mary's three daughters and family in 2019 mary's children attempted to sue norfolk and suffolk NHS Foundation Trust and Suffolk Police stating the mother's death was preventable. They stated that on the night of the murder a police constable was due to come round to see Mary about her concerns regarding McFarlane. So she'd obviously gone to the police before. Yeah, with concerns. And kind of said that maybe, so, you know, he's harassing me or something. Yeah. Um, you know, I've told him but he still won't, you know, he won't. I wonder to what extent he actually was harassing her though. It's a pity we I don't, don't have that information. Well, I'm presuming social media. Because that yeah. would have been a direct link. I don't know. Oh, but, like, I wonder, was he, like, hanging out outside her house Possibly. or lying? I mean, she must have felt sufficiently, sort of, you know, bothered that she did that. Yeah, and is that why he killed himself? Well, tried to kill himself, I mean. Is that why he tried to... Uh, Possibly, I don't... What the... No, maybe. Then he felt like, yeah, you know. That this woman doesn't want me. Weren't going to yeah, his delight. So, the, so police constable was going to come around and see Mary about her concerns on the actual night of the... Well, the... Mm. evening before the murder the murder was in the early hours um, but the visit had to be re rearranged for the next day but 
you know, we spoke about this, didn't we? But I don't think that would have even prevented a death because it's not like the police constable would have come round. You know, he might have come round at say half past six in the evening. Had a chat with her. Had a about chat with things. her about I don't know how home security taking details about this McFarlane, what he's done. Yeah. Maybe say I'll go and have a word with him, but I don't think he'd have. You know, he wouldn't have been putting bars up against the doors and the windows, would he? It would have no, just been. No, and he'd be there for you know for a certain amount of time, maybe, and then he'd and be then on his way, wouldn't he? Yeah. And like, I get it from the kid's point of view. Like, of course they want to blame somebody and hold somebody accountable. I get it. But I really don't feel, I mean, from the information that we have anyway, I really don't feel like you can prevent that. Well, it's very hard to predict, occurrence. isn't it? I mean, there was some predictive You can't. Um, there is nothing behaviors. predictive about it, though. Well, we from the information yeah, that we have. Yeah, from the information we've got. If someone's listening to this that has got other information, then, you know grand whatever we i mean apologize. if he was if he was literally saying to somebody oh you know i'm 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 going to hurt her or something like she's going to pay for this but we don't know whether that happened and we have to just no. presume it didn't in which case there's well, nothing that you know mental health or police could have done actually i don't think and we're not just saying this as mental health nurses who work for the nhs because mm. um you know it's about learning as well isn't it if there was failings there yeah definitely but I wonder is there a report done or anything from the NHS? It'd be interesting to see. You would imagine. Uh, I mean, whether it's... You'd probably have to uh, request of that. information or yeah. something, yeah. But Norfolk and Suffolk NHS Foundation Trust stated there was nothing to suggest an imminent risk to life. Um, and Mary's children didn't succeed in, a court, in, in the court action. So presumably there would have been a thorough... I mean, that was like 10 years on, wasn't it? There would have been a thorough investigation yeah. of the police actions, of the information that the, you know, the, that the healthcare team had got and, you know, what they did. Should oh, they yeah, definitely, more? yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it is what it is, really. I mean, coming back to, like, his mental health as well, like, as we discussed this case, I'm like, is his mental health even part of this? Yeah, he had a, you know, a diagnosis of depression, but that doesn't mean... To say that he didn't know what he was doing and understand kind of the the gravity of his actions. Absolutely. I mean, you um, could have a... So really, when we said actually at the very beginning that, you know, this is a this is a mental health patient who killed somebody, in a way, it's kind of it's neither here nor there, actually. Well, it's it not doesn't really have applicable. To... No, and that's, again, that leads Depression into the... Depression doesn't cause you to kill people. That, that leads into the, um, you know, the sensationalism, doesn't it? You know, to stick on front of the papers. Yeah. But, I mean, you could have, you know, you could take it to the extreme and you could have a diagnosis of, say, schizophrenia. Yeah. But you could still have capacity at different times over different things. Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of that level of insight. I mean, you can, you can, ha- you can be somebody who has a diagnosis of schizophrenia. You can hear voices. And you could very much have voices telling you to do things like hurt people. But it doesn't mean that that person doesn't have any control over that. They might not have control over that when they're more poorly. No. But they're still able to, you know, they or they may be able to have that understanding that actually it's a voice, mm. it's not, you know, it's, I, I have control over myself kind of a thing. But so I mean, what... with depression, that's just not something that happens, though. Yeah, he had low mood. He has, I well, mean, it, it can cloud your know. thinking. Yeah, it can cloud your thinking. And it could have been if he was feeling kind of hopeless, hopeless, um, you know, worthless, um, maybe that. And this woman didn't want him. It could have gone that way, but... It's not an excuse, though, is it? Well, of course it's not an excuse. There's never any excuse. But, um, so kind of one of the reasons why we picked this case is really, it is, it kind of, we talked about sensationalism, didn't we? Yeah. And 
this was reported as, you know, delusional man. Well... Yeah, but there's lots of delusional Mary people said, out there who are not mentally ill. Mary said that... I mean, you know, I think I'm <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah, you think you're growing, don't you? <laughs> you are my love. Thank you. Um, but he... You know, Mary said in that, in this kind of Facebook message, isn't she, your post that is delusional. But I don't, you know, I don't think she was kind of meaning it in... In a mental health sense. No, it's, it's just, just kind of a word, isn't yeah, it? It's a word. It's yeah. just a word. Um, yeah, so anyway. So yeah, I think that's the end of the episode. So thank you for listening. As always, you can catch us on facebook.com forward slash mad or bad. Please like us, share us, leave a review. You can also catch us on Twitter at MadOrBadThePod. Please add us again. And um, yeah, leave us a review on the lovely Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you find your podcast. We'll see you next time.